Welcome everybody once again to Film Heat Live. Thank you all so much for joining us yet again. Another fabulous week to be here with chat. I missed you. I missed you all week, chat. This <laughs> week, we could not ignore it any longer. We've been hearing about it and hearing about it and hearing about it and hearing about it. And, and, and so we decided to watch about it. This week, we're doing Johnny Depp movies. You know him. You love him. You pooped in his bed. <laughs> Johnny Depp. You know, Johnny Depp has been one of my absolute top favorite actors of my life. You know, he's been he was kind of like my idol in high school because in high school we discovered uh, Fear and Loathing, which was a huge influence on me, influenced me to do a lot of drugs, which I did as many as I could. And then Pirates of the Caribbean came out and it was amazing for any high schooler, gotta love parts. At least the first one. That's the only one I remember seeing. I know I've seen another one. I don't know which one. But Johnny Depp, man, he's good. He's good. Whether or not he's the best person in the world, I don't know. I don't know the guy. So what do you guys think about all this? This uh, Amber Heard nonsense. All right. I yeah, we're going to go first here. I've been watching... A lot of the uh, trial with this whole thing and Johnny Depp. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've not deluded myself. You know, I don't think Johnny Depp is the perfect partner, right? Certainly not. Like, nobody is, right? Every relationship's got dirty, nasty, ugly parts, right? Yeah. But her story just don't add up, bro. She's like, over and over, Johnny savagely beat me. He shows a picture. It's like, tiny discoloration. You're like, squinting and looking. Where's the bruise at? Right where? Nah, fabricated. A lot of it is fabricated, bro. She's a liar and a bed shitter and a dog defamer. All right. And I don't don't believe her. Leave the dog out of this, lady. Damn. That's that's my biggest beef with her. That's my biggest beef with her. She's going to blame her fucking grumpy on the dog. Man, I'm telling you. It was Frank Reynolds. I mean, you know, I haven't been watching a whole lot of the coverage myself. <laughs> I've been busy doing day job and preparing for this and things like that. But it's been unavoidable. You know, all the coverage. It's been every headline served up to me by the algorithm. And, um, yeah, you know, it's just been, I don't know. I, I was reading about it today. I did a lot of research. And to me... It seems like we got two extremely toxic individuals in a relationship together being just absolute dicks to one another. And, and then, yeah, and then it just escalates and escalates and escalates. So we're in a situation where one of the dicks said, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to ruin you. Watch, you know, and decided to offload all the blame on the other one in order to make one last one one more stab at them you know what i'm saying and i think that's what amber heard has tried to do because this whole thing is all about uh an op-ed that she wrote in like 2018 or something like that about how oh you know after she's after they split that's two years after they split 
Exactly. I'm and personally a fan of his lawyer. You are? <laughs> Both of them. Man, the way he's been acting flirty as shit with his lawyer, I know that shit is pissing Amber off. Oh, my God. What, what you were you got- saying, Jer? I feel like you were in the middle of a thought. No, I mean, I was pretty much done. It's just... Uh... I don't know. It just it just feels a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, you're right. You're right. She was in it for toxic reasons, and he probably had some toxic things. I probably be a little jealous and stuff, right? He has his issues. He did a lot of drugs. He has copped to that on the stand over and over and over. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure he wasn't the best of people at all times. (laughs) Like the ice cream photo. He was I mean, like, yeah, so- I was. I had been shooting black mass for fourteen hours, seventeen hours that day. I had gone back home. I probably had some wine, took my opiates, and then she asked me to hold ice cream. What do you think I was gonna fucking do? Yeah. Spilt it all over his goddamn self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he when he copped to drugging Marilyn Manson so that he would shut the fuck up, that <laughs> shit killed me, bro. I was like, wait, you did what? You got tired of Marilyn Manson talking so much, so you put some shit in his drink. That's kind Damn, of him, well, no. He gave him a pill. He, he said he gave him a pill. Oh, really? but, well, they kept they kept name dropping Marilyn Manson as like a clutch pearl clutch moment. But like you were hanging out with uh, Marilyn Manson, right? Ooh, right. And then uh, yeah, he kind of caught back with him. Like yeah, we did share drugs. They gave him a pill, so we would shut the fuck up once. And then it was like a last <laughs> moment. It was like a total clap back, hilarious moment. That's nothing but an attempt to tie his name to another person who's been outed as kind of an abuser lately. Marilyn Manson was in the headlines not too long ago for his sexual malfeasance, if you will. Well, so I believe that shit because apparently yeah. behind the scenes in the music world, he's a total <laughs> piece of shit. He could come for me if he wants to. I've never yes, heard Mark. a good thing about the motherfucker, to be honest. It's like, a damn good show. I believe it. But yeah. I grew up on his music and I still love a lot of it, but that's about it. <laughs> I'm not, he I'm not put, here to stay in Marilyn Manson. He can put on a great show, but if the motherfuckers back there grooming fucking underage girls and shit, then he can come at me oh, and yeah. break what's left of his ribs, right? Oh yeah. So <laughs> the ribs. I don't know. That's that's, that's how I it. feel about that. Um I just wanted to kind of address what's going on in the zeitgeist a little bit yet yeah, more or less influence our decision to do a Johnny Depp list. No, we're not here to say Johnny Depp is just completely infallible in all of this, but there you go. Let's, let's move on. Let's take a look at our list today. What kind of movies are we looking at? We're looking at six movies, Johnny Depp movies. Don't come and, for us. Yeah, Don't come for us. Mm-hmm. He, did, he made a lot of movies, a lot, a lot of I mean, movies. I mean, so, it depends on what we're doing. You might be able to come for me. There's a lot of there's a lot of movies out there. So we picked six of them. We wanted to take a sampling kind of around uh, all of his movies. So let's take a look. We're looking at 1990s Crybaby, 2004's Ed Wood, 
Once Upon a Time in Mexico, 2003. Secret Window, 2004. Are those both 2004? Was it Ed Wood, 2004? No, I think that's wrong. Is it? 94. 94. Get the wrong date on there. 1999, Sleepy Hollow. And 2015's Black Mass. So... Yep. I think we got a we got a nice little sampling of Johnny Depp movies. Um certain movies we didn't include because they were on previous list. We just watched Fear and Loathing last week, week before that. Yeah. And um you know, we weren't gonna put a Pirates of the Caribbean movie on there. I'm saving nope. that for the Pirates of the Caribbean list. <laughs> <laughs> And had to minimize the number, the number of uh, Tim Burton movies the best we could. Yeah, we got two Tim Burtons on there. Yeah, <laughs> two. That's a, not really. That's about as narrow as you can get it, ain't it? I, I, I know. I wasn't about to put no. Um, what was that movie? What? Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Well, that's well, a great we, movie. We already did that there in the Christmas uh, Christmas episode. That's true. It's been a long time, but that's all right. Let's get right into it without any more further ado. In round number one, heat number one, we're looking at Crybaby versus Ed Wood. Let's look at the trailer for Crybaby. This this movie is kind of fucking awesome. Not going to lie. Oh, is it ever a film by John Waters? It is definitely a film by John Waters. It, <laughs> it is, is significantly elevated from his early days of uh, Pink Flamingos. If you've ever seen that, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And Female Trouble. And um, what's that one about the the city? Uh, can't think of it. It'll come to me at a totally inopportune moment. But... Um, but it's definitely, definitely a John Waters flick. I think he made this movie right after Hairspray, which kind of, uh, which was the first time the public, the mass public, noticed John Waters. Hairspray was his first movie for normies, if you will. So he got everybody's attention, and then he made this movie, which was, I think, a little bit more John Watersy than Hairspray. Full disclosure, I've never seen Hairspray. It's on my list. Maybe we'll do a list of John Waters movies in the future. <laughs> yes, please. I got to make Justin please? watch John Waters movies because I know he ain't seen that <laughs> shit. I haven't seen them, and I'm I'm for it. Yeah, man. I, I enjoyed the shit out of this one. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one was great. Absolutely great. If John Waters made Grease... You know, it's basically his take yeah. on that. So good, man. I had a blast watching this movie. Honestly, I expected to like it, but I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. And it's one of those like I watched it and I went to bed and as I'm laying in bed, just kind of reflecting on it, the more I liked it. I'm just like, oh, that's fun. I love Hatchet Face so much. Yeah. That is a face you do not forget. 
That's true. It's it's like a simple gag, but it's just so striking. Like I just couldn't stop looking at her, and every scene she's in, you know, it just draws your eye. You're like, Pshh. yeah, like a laser beam straight to it. And and all it is is some some excess eyeliner and some crooked lipstick. Like yeah, that's all they really did. And that actress was her name Kim McSomething McGuire McGuire. Mm-hmm. Thank you. She did have a nose on her, but other than that, she wasn't near as hatchet-facey in real life. But John Waters had a knack for finding the most, let's say, interesting-looking people ever. Um, Edith, Edith, mm, uh, what was her name? Edith Massey. Crybaby is about a 1950s high school clique called the, um, what they call them? They're called the Drapes. 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 I, I wanted to yeah. call them Droogs because we just watched Clockwork <laughs> Orange. I kept wanting to say Droop. Yeah. The Drapes. The drapes versus the Squares. The Squares. The squares are like the preppy kids, like all the rich kids of pedigree and and whatnot. Yeah, I wouldn't and call them intelligent. Oh, no, not at all. And the drapes are the backwoods, really redneck. Isn't this movie set in Mississippi? No, but all this movie is set in Baltimore. Including this one. Really? All John Waters movies. You know, I knew that. I knew that. So what the hell is up with all the redneck shit then? Like performance in front of the Confederate flag? Yeah, I guess Baltimore Baltimore's got their their share of um of rednecks, I guess. This hits everywhere. It's just rural areas, you know. Yeah. Because historically, Maryland was basically neutral contested territory in the Civil War. They had Unionists and Confederates, even though the Union snatched it up real quick. Let me not get into a Civil War spiel, because I will. (laughs) We ain't got the six hours. No, no, we don't. Maybe it was to convey a message of rebel. Yes. Look at these rebels. These rebels, exactly. So they're a bunch of big hair wearing, leather clad, rock and roll rebels working on cars and singing their rockabilly music. And they got a, they're trying to stick it to the squares. And one of the square, like the square chick, falls in love with our Johnny Depp character, who is a drape. She runs off with him. And man, that ridiculous teardrop on Johnny Depp's face just made my eye water every time I saw it. Because it's this thick, almost gelatinous goo they had like dripped onto his face to make it look like like an obvious teardrop you can see on camera. And it's just like, oh, it's like snot running out of his eyeball. And it just grossed me out every time I, I saw it. Yeah. 
but they had to make it hang there. Yeah, it it had to hang there. It had to be visible on camera, most importantly. It did not look comfortable. No. It it just like, ugh. Ugh. Somebody's got a pink eye. It looked like some sickly discharge coming out of his eye. Trying not to make a porn reference here. Oh, yeah. Speaking of porn references, this movie features Tracy Lords, who I was like, I know that name. Let me look her up. And apparently Tracy Lords was in porn for a while, got out of porn just after her 18th birthday. So I was reading all about how the porn industry had to scramble to erase all this underage porn they had made without knowing. Uh, speaking of the cast, though, like John Waters, like made he he did like a wonderful job with this casting, right? Because it's got everybody from Iggy Pop to Patty Hearst is in this fucking movie, right? And I feel like that alone is a statement about America, right? It's like. Uh, the the most privileged fucking get out of jail free bitch in the whole world, all the way to fucking <laughs> Iggy Pop. <laughs> Definitely, and I loved it, Iggy Pop in this movie for sure. Oh yeah, like I kept looking for him because I didn't recognize him when they had him in the in the little bathtub scrubbing his balls with his little <laughs> scrubber. He was unrecognizable. He had dark hair. I think that was what did it. Was That's like, what it was, yeah. Oh, Willem Dafoe. I almost forgot about Willem Dafoe in this movie. Definitely. Definitely. Two times. Two times this week we see Willem. Yep. Really? What else was he in? Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh, that's right. That's right. We got a lot of ensemble movies in this in this list. Big that's, cast. Johnny, that's Johnny Depp's style, I guess. A lot of biopics. There's there's a lot of crossover in the casting. Just like uh Hid Ichabod's mom is the well, vampira. As oh. fun as fun as Crybaby is, what is it up against? What is it up against? Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Speaking now, of Vampire. Is a movie. Yeah. I loved this movie. Both of these movies I watched for the first time this week. Really? It's it's true. Very first time. Let's take a look at the trailer for Ed Wood. Loved this movie. Absolutely loved it. So, Ed Wood is another one of Johnny Depp's many biopics that he did in his time about Ed Wood, who famously directed Plan 9 from Outer Space. And they tell you about how it was supposed to be grave robbers from outer space, but the movie was being financed by a church. They show you in the trailer, he gets his entire crew baptized so he can get in the favor of this church so they'll give him money to make some movies and they're like ooh grave robbing Jesus yeah. isn't into that yeah this guy would have this guy would have done anything to make a movie oh yeah Edward Davis Wood Jr. yep 
absolutely an inspiration, even though he never took off, eventually started directing terrible porno movies and died penniless. And alcoholic. Yeah. Just like his friend. Yeah. Not the happiest of endings for our man, Ed. For both of our men in this movie. Yeah. Were you going to say, Justin? This movie is ultimately about that, but I feel like it takes a sweet time getting there, right? Because it covers how he, like, his first movie, right? And it's how he he meets Bella Lugosi, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of shoehorns Bella Lugosi into his first movie, which I did watch a bit of on YouTube, Glenn, or, Glenn and, and Glinda, or whatever it's called. Yeah. You can watch it on YouTube. That's Edward's first movie, and it's pretty fascinating, right? Because it's semi-biographical about, like, a, a guy that... Um, and likes to wear women's clothing like Ed Wood did in real life, right? And he's kind of like pouring his heart out and kind of really trying to explain himself in that movie. If you watch it, he, he narrates it. It's fucking stars in it. Uh, pretty interesting. But I feel like this movie spends a lot of time on the time before he starts making Plan 9 from Outer Space, <laughs> making it yeah. a pretty long movie. Oh, yeah. Plan, it's, Plan 9 is like the climax. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's like well into the third act that plan nine happens but yeah definitely an underrated flick i had never even heard of this movie until i think last year or a couple of years ago and i was like how did this movie totally evade me for this long i have no idea it's deep hipster shit, like uh, <laughs> like you a classic a hipster. <laughs> yes, if you, if you're like, oh, this is my jam, I love, it. yeah, then you're a hipster, and like you just are, accept it. Well, it's not like my jam, but I've definitely seen it. I mean, um, well, good for it's, you. It's a pretty good damn movie. Yeah, I mean, you, Justin, told me that Martin Landau won an Academy Award for his performance in this movie, which I didn't know about, and it's perfect because he makes this movie like yeah Johnny Depp does a really good job playing Ed Wood he pulls out the optimism and everything and he's good but Martin Landau had this movie squarely on his back definitely in my opinion I really liked Johnny Depp's kind of over the top. Hi there, folks. You know, yeah. I mean, the he does a really good job. I'm almost, not, I'm not saying he doesn't. Kind of persona. Yeah. He has that but, undying optimism that it's just infectious. One of these men won an Academy Award for their performance in this movie, and one of them did not. And, yeah. and I ain't gonna lie, Johnny Depp in that uh, that Angora sweater and wig. I was like, oh, hold up. And maybe it was just the old white people, like subconsciously, like postmortiously giving a, a, a an Academy Award to Bella in their twisted minds. Yeah, because Landau himself said that this was like the last performance that Bella never got to do. So, That's true. Eh. He did a eh. hell of a Bella Lugosi, absolutely, and he he really lent something to this movie and when he dies and he's no longer in the movie the movie definitely loses something you know yeah they have this guy yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> he hires the random yeah. guy. <laughs> he's like a waiter. They go to like a cafe or something, and he's like, wait, hold on. And he covers up the bottom of his mouth, and he's like, it's beautiful. Yeah. So. His nose and forehead are kind of shaped the same if you put <laughs> hair back on his head. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so much old Hollywood in this movie. It's a lot. If you start researching this movie, there's just so much to it. Like uh, the Ed Wood stuff, the actual making of Plan 9 from Outer Space stuff, the making of this movie. Uh, apparently, all of Hollywood, you know, Hollywood loves to celebrate themselves more than anything, which I think is why this movie won the the one that when he got the Oscar, right? Cause it's like, Oh, a movie about us. Yeah. Let's reward that. <laughs> Love that. Holly, that's Hollywood's favorite thing. Just pat yourself on the back like that. Um, it reminds me of me. Yeah. Yay, me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was researching uh plan nine from outer space and how that movie, like uh, he, like in 1961, he sold it to television. Right. And it, for 20 years, it would play on TV, probably late at night and shit pretty unnoticed right and until like 1980 these two writers um somewhere like harry and michael med medved like wrote like a book about it and they had like their golden turkey award or whatever and they they crowned it like the worst movie ever made and mm -hmm. by doing so they kind of made the genre of good bad movie that we all know and love today and is really kind of hot and roaring right now um so definitely. Yeah. They're responsible for the MST3K guys having a career, you know, they're responsible in riff tracks and all of that. Um, they're the, that's the reason why the room is a movie that we know and talk about today. You know, that good, bad movie <laughs> troll Two, all these terrible movies that would have never seen the light of day. If that good, bad movie hadn't been immortalized by Ed Wood and later, you know, those guys you were talking about, you can blame them too for my taste in movies, apparently. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of Ed Wood is the story of the birth of something new, that good, bad movie. And even though Ed Wood himself n didn't live long enough to really see, re to, to reap the rewards of that, he's still the progenitor and we love him for it. Yep. So, so here's the you, Ed. I feel like we wouldn't be here today doing this show if you wouldn't trace it back to like the B movie, you know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So which is the better movie? Cry baby or Ed Wood? That's the, that is the question. For me, it's clear cut. Clear. So the bad movie or the bad or the movie about making bad movie. This is this is probably the hardest heat out of all of these. If I saw that correctly, because um, one of these movies mm -hmm. is good. One of them is just better. That's all. Well, which one is better in your opinion? Ed Wood is better. Hmm. Um, it is our only good Tim Burton movie tonight. 
And it's <laughs> I think it's good because he didn't write it. Original. Really? No, he did not. It was a guy I had it this week. I should have wrote it down. Um uh two writers, Scott Alexander and Larry Karazowski. Hmm. An American screenwriting team. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Isn't, isn't making Ed Wood the reason that Tim Burton turned around and made Mars Attacks? Yes. And you can. Yeah. It was like, a big in the, influence. Yeah. In the opening of this movie, it's almost the same music. Yeah. I was laughing at that music, right? Because I, I guess he's uh, 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 Tim Burton was influenced a lot by shit he saw in his childhood and stuff, right? Like that music, and he put that in at least two movies. And I was laughing to myself, and I was like, "That's like if I made a bunch of movies down the road here and put like Oombop as the soundtrack every time to every movie, <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah, this was my the, jam when I was a kid. The music you grew up with." that's what i was laughing about <laughs> i'm gonna do that now Bop is gonna the hansen story hey, oh, it's, it's, i'm glad i pulled this up there was another uh academy award for best makeup for martin landau's makeup to look Oh, he oh, made one yeah. old guy look like another old guy. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but the makeup he was looked, amazing, though. He looked dead ass like uh, Bella Lugosi. I guess there yeah. wasn't a whole bunch of competition that year. Yeah. For makeup. <laughs> it's really, it's shot in black and white. Like, come on. And he, he said it was 94 like was yeah. Ed Wood. 94 was a huge year for for movies, so... Yeah, so he had to jerk off Hollywood pretty hard to win, get the fucking Oscar that year. <laughs> the only yeah. way that movie... The only way that movie could have been any better is if they actually shot it on, like, the old film. Yeah. Oh, that would have been... That would have been something. Tim oh, should yeah. have definitely done that. Definitely. Yeah, I, I like that this isn't so Tim Burton-y. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a real movie. It's yeah. not just a bunch of colored shit splattered everywhere with a half-assed storyline that was well, sold with somebody else. <laughs> Some lanky claymation. <laughs> you mean you're glad Tim Burton didn't ruin it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. However, I think Tim Burton might have based his life on Ed Wood in a certain ways. I saw a lot of similarities, right? Like Ed Wood was putting his SO in a lot of his movies. A lot of it was due to necessity, but or whatever. But as we've talked about before on this show, Tim Burton is our number one offender for putting your your significant other in a movie, right? Yeah. Uh, Lisa Marie is in this movie as a vampire chick that Eric was talking about. Mm-hmm. That was his slam piece at the time. And uh, <laughs> she's also in another movie on our list. So really, what other movie is she in? Uh, sure. Wasn't she the mom, Ichabod's mom in Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. Oh, that's right. And okay. guess, yeah, yeah, guess yeah. what? They broke up the, after that year that that movie came out and she wasn't in any of his movies ever again yeah, somehow. Mm. Nope. No room for her because you got to make room for the next chick you're banging. Yeah. We'll yeah, see yeah. how many more movies Amber Heard gets. I mean, <laughs> we saw that Christina Ricci was in that and then never stopped being in Tim Burton movies. My wife. You know he made a pass of that. You know he did. <laughs> you know he tried. You know he did. Oh, you know he tried. All right. So for voting for these movies, it's tough. I, I, I think I'm going to go Crybaby because I enjoyed that movie more. Uh, I thought Ed Wood could have been a little tighter, even though I found the 
the uh, the subject material fascinating. I was fascinated, like reading the Wikipedia, having that open while watching this. I was like, mm-hmm. so much. Like I love, you know, reading about Bela Lugosi and his problems. I, it was just fascinating. But I enjoyed the movie for the movie better of Crybaby better. Also, I'm never watching yeah. fucking Grease again. <laughs> I don't need Damn to. Right. Now we got Crybaby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still like Grease too. You know, you I used to love Grease growing like Grease up. Grease 2? Grease 2 sucks, bro. <laughs> Grease, not Grease 2, the sequel. I was saying, also. I still like Grease as well. Uh, got him. <laughs> Grease just seems so white bread ass boring now after seeing Crybaby. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the, square, made, the square, square made it, made that version, made a version of it, and then uh, oh, yeah. Drake made the same movie. Yeah. Grease is... Grease is like Crisco bland, whereas as Crybaby is like bacon grease. Yeah, it's grease, but it but it tastes good. I have sentimental value uh, attached to grease, so I'm, I do too. But it, it's not as good as this, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, so, Eric, which one do you like better? Ooh, it's a toughie on it. To be honest, that's a really fucking hard one. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with grease or go with fucking crybaby. And the winner is Grease. They said Grease. That bitch said Grease so many times. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm, I'm froze up. You, go, yeah, you froze. froze. Grease, 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 grease. Greasy McGrease. He he's stuck. He needs some grease to get loose. Mm-hmm. Gotta gotta uh, get loose. Spit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Chat yeah, was split. Crybaby. Chat is split. Yeah, fifty fifty. All right. So, I think I'm gonna have to go Crybaby as well. Um, I, I I loved Ed Wood. I loved both of these movies, but. For the same reason Justin said, I think it's a more interesting story, but I just enjoyed Crybaby more. It's perfectly John Watersy without being full blown pink flamingos, you know, without going completely John Waters. Um, there's there's no divine. No, yeah, no because they were they, they were dead. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I got to go, cry, baby. The music was great. You know, it's a musical, and I loved the performances in that movie. So good. So with chats split vote, it's going to make it. 20 points for Crybaby and 10 for Ed Wood. It's a difficult heat, but somebody's got to win. Eric, you didn't like him talking shit about Karloff, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Karloff. Yeah, no. No, I was like, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, no. I I was like, bitch, I only got one of y'all tattooed on my chest, and it ain't you. (laughs) Real, 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 
Real, when it comes to that, real quick, during the epilogue, when it talks about the characters, there's a scene where he talks, it says Bella Lugosi died or whatever, but it talks about how Bella Lugosi merch outsold Karloff merch a lot in the future. So Bella Lugosi probably really talks shit on Karloff. <laughs> that makes me think that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Fucking fuckers. All right. So heat number two. We're looking at Once Upon a Time in Mexico up against Secret Window. So let's look at the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Mexico. We have to. We have to. Is that Enrique? Yeah, it is. You're damn right it is. Good old Enrique. This is why Balamos got posted the other day, I don't care. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I swear I sang that every time his face came on the screen. Let the rhythm take you over, Balamos. So, I I had never seen this movie before this week. Uh, like a lot of movies that we watch. Um. So understandably, I've never seen the other two movies in the Mexico trilogy, El Mariachi and um, the other one. The Mexican. Desperado. Mm -hmm. 1992, El Mariachi, 1995, Desperado, 2003, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. So, yeah. Desperado this is the sequel. Was by far the the most popular out of the three. This is yeah, the sequel to Desperado. Yeah, and but the alternate title title yeah the alternate title for this is Desperado Two, right? Like they almost even titled it that. And this movie, I guess, was just banking on the idea that the audience had seen the first two. Because it's just like rushing over stuff. It's just running over the past like you're supposed to already know. It. Sh I feel like they could have done a better job making this its own movie. But he's really jerking himself off in this one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Risk Keep Dark says, can we have a Salman Hayek episode? Definitely. Please. <laughs> yeah. But see, Selma Hayek only appears in this movie because she apparently was killed off in one of the prior movies. Eh, yes. Sloppy. So you're just getting these like flashbacks to her. So I don't know. I just felt like this movie was like an expansion pack for a game <laughs> I've never played. You know? <laughs> This it movie, really, this it really, me, it really felt that way. This movie to me was a like uh, a kung fu movie set in Mexico, but with guns. Yeah, it must make sense. Like, like, look at how they fucking fight with the guns. There's no, it, it's just wild and outlandish. The 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 gore factor like blood splatter it's it's like a old school fucking kung fu movie once upon a time robert rodriguez from what i understand 
made really good movies from the way, from the way people talk about him at least i haven't seen a lot of his movies i've seen um dust till dawn which is great but at a certain point in his career he just kind of fell off and i'm thinking it was around 2003 <laughs> like well after didn't after right after this didn't he make like spy kids which was like his most best grossing movie ever yep right oh yes. geez so he was maybe he had young kids and he was trying to do wackier sillier shit maybe you know so yeah um, i have the answer to this rodriguez was introduced to high definition from george lucas Mm-hmm. So when they went down to film this movie in Mexico, he had all these brand new cameras and he was just playing with cameras. That's, That's all true. he was doing. That's was all this movie that. is. Mm-hmm. is if you, when you go watch this movie, it's playing with cameras. So Man. this movie is more or less a paycheck party for Rodriguez and his friends. Like, yeah, let's go play with these cameras and yeah. make this sequel. You want a vacation know. in Mexico? <laughs> People will watch it because it's a sequel to Desperado. Yeah. yeah. The money the money's already Depp. made. We got Johnny Depp. They'll come see it. Yeah. yeah. This is not a Johnny Depp movie, in my opinion. It's He's a just a movie. in it. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about that as we were watching it. I'm like, well, I mean, a lot yeah. of movies he makes are ensemble movies, but this one yeah yeah or it should have been our, our Johnny Depp in Mexico movie hey no disparaging the list on the show <laughs> alright new rule I'm, I'm coming for myself <laughs> yeah well no beating your no scourging yourself on the show you, mean to yourself, you can beat your own way. ass after the show <laughs> <laughs> right. but Wait, that's that's how I feel about this movie is I wish I was watching blow yeah, this movie sucked ass. Right. I turn it off and I watch Black Mass with Jer because it's like, I watch Black Mass. I'm like, hell yeah, watch that again. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. finish this movie either. Turn it off. I finished this movie. I watched the whole damn thing. Uh, I, I didn't hate this movie at all. Like, but I certainly didn't love it either. Uh, they were just having fun with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they went down there to play with cameras and like you said, to get a paycheck. Yeah. It is totally a fun movie. No doubt. It is a fun fucking flick. Like, And I'm sure if you were, if you had already been a fan of those first two movies, it was probably even more fun because it's just a little, a sure. little top hat, you know, a little top hat yeah. for your, for your, just a little cap it, make yeah. a little neat trilogy and have, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Man, top I hat on a penis. Man, I wish guns and ammunition worked like they did in this movie. Because, woohoo! Yeah. So it's really funny you said that about the cameras, Argo. Because when I was watching this movie, I got a bit of that, uh, uh, you know, soap opera effect. You guys know what I'm talking about when something is like yeah. fidelity is too high yeah. mm-hmm. and it makes it look cheaper almost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this looks like a Mexican a soap opera mixed with a cartoon. Like, yeah. what is this even? <laughs> like yeah. I said. <laughs> yeah, I was reading it was like the first feature film shot completely digital, like completely. Okay. Really? So, yeah, that's that's I believe something. It. But you know what I think the best part of this movie is, is the score yeah, scored yeah, yeah. completely oh, yeah. by Rodriguez himself and his band Chingon, which I believe translates to fucker. 
in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Um, he scored the entire movie. He wrote all the, the, the music and performed it himself with his band. And he wrote original themes for every single character. And he went to each actor and asked them to give him just four or five notes, like a quick little melody, you know, so he could use that to extrapolate a theme for their character. That's really fun. Fun story. Johnny Depp came back, not with four or five notes. Johnny Depp came back with a full ass song. Like, so Johnny Depp basically wrote his own theme, the Sands theme in the movie. That's, that's all Depp. Yeah. He's his side gig yeah. is musician. That's true. I was about yeah. to say he was he had a band before he moved to LA and moved in with Nick Cage and started acting in the first place. Yeah. That that's his true passion. But also one thing you gotta know, if you're hiring Johnny Depp, you're not just getting an actor. Like you're he's almost a producer on every movie he plays. He's gonna rewrite your shit. He's gonna <laughs> fuck with it, or he's not gonna do it. Yeah, Johnny Depp yeah, how it goes. One he actually sure. ad libbed ad libbed a bunch of lines in this movie where he was supposed to curse. But the character, you know, is kind of like kind of got that square vibe. Yeah, I love that. He keeps saying he keeps using those euphemisms for curse words. Yeah, yeah, that's that's adorable. He did that on purpose. He's gonna dep up whatever he plays. I was also reading his character Sands that he plays was inspired by like a producer or something that he worked with, who he said was kind of a dick. But he was just such a matter of fact, like probably Jay Brookheimer. I <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> Eat shit, Jerry. <laughs> but yeah, he said he, he was talking to this producer. He was just such a smooth kind of piece of shit that he just was like enamored with him. And he he stole his vibe for this character who's just like that smooth even talking, got a calm voice, but I'm going to tell you, get the fuck out of my way. I'm like, God, get, get out of here, kid. You bother me. Ooh. I'm going to throw the poll up. What's this up against? This is up against. Because I don't remember at all. Secret window. Okay. We don't have to, we can keep talking about this if y'all want, but I just need to know for the poll. Man, the fact that they kept reusing the same little tiny suppressor over and over for all the different characters. <laughs> That is a cute little suppressor. I knew and we'd it, hear about the suppressor. <laughs> it, it's just this cute little, like, it, it's like this big. And it, it freaking, she even screws it onto the revolver. And I'm like, what are you even, why does mm-hmm. that? <laughs> All right, revolvers have a what they call cylinder gap where the cylinder mates to the barrel. And guess what? Okay, Flash okay, we're going to watch this trailer for Secret there. Window. Saving for the gun gun cast. Gun oh. cast. <laughs> save, it, save it for the gun club. <laughs> Let's watch the trailer for Secret Window. Trailer's longer than the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Secret Window is probably one of the okayest movies I've ever seen. This is like this is like the peak middling movie. Like of all the movies I've ever seen, good and bad, 
this is the median, like the middle point. It is a perfect two and a half out of five stars, like solid. It's the tent pole that holds up every, every my history of watching movies. It is so okay. It is incredibly fine. It is. <laughs> I I could go on and on about how just <laughs> decent this movie is because like it's so all over the place. It's got some of the best performances, but the writing is like, uh, I like basically as soon as I heard the synopsis for this movie, I was like, oh, well, the ending is this, right? And they're like, shut up. Like, like well, of course it is, because what? where else are you going to go? I mean, of course, of course. It's the, like, the number one most predictable scripts I've ever seen. Exactly. It's, it's based on a Stephen King story, right? And it's got to be the most Stephen King-ass story you've ever heard of, right? It's, it's about a fucking writer, first off. Right? Yeah. I guess you're right, you're right what you know if you're fucking Stephen King. Because yeah. every fucking character he writes is a fucking writer, uh, seemingly. But my whole life, I, I, I thought this movie was better than it was because I mixed it up with Ninth Gate my whole life, right? I thought he found a window uh-huh. in his attic to hell. I was like, that makes sense. It adds up. Because I knew there was a movie about Johnny Depp in hell. And I was like, I was waiting for it the whole movie. I was like, come on, baby. Where are we going? Show me the window. Well, show me the come hell. On. Satan, Let's go. come on. But no, it didn't come. It was kind Kevin of says down. he wants corn now. Okay. Okay. Now, when we were watching this movie the other night, I didn't stick around to the end. End. What ending did have you guys seen? Did you did you see the alternate ending where it shows uh, the, the the theatrical version ends early, but the home DVD version had an alternate ending where it has him talking, a narrating, and the camera like shows the cornfield. And it scrolls down under mm-hmm. the earth, and it shows their bodies buried under the under the corn. And then in that split second, there's one frame of Johnny Depp like <laughs> biting into a corn cob, and it smashed the credits. I think it's, the only like difference hilarious. is that they in the theatrical version they might not cut it all the way down to the body; they might uh, just go down into the dirt and then cut to the corn bite and then end. Uh, I see and that. Co- it's implied. It's implied. It's in the story. Yeah. This whole movie is a big implication of itself. Um, it feels very rushed. Yep. Yeah. The original story is called Secret Window, Secret Garden. So I mean, it's it's about a window in a garden, and so you you already. I don't think that adds anything. You know, to be honest, of course that's where you put them. Yeah. And. I don't know why they call it secret window. They need to call it corn cornfields. Like, the steaming bowl is what they need to call it. You <laughs> <laughs> reach for the steaming bowl. Call it. They call it Paul Malls and corn cobs is what they need to call it. I hope they paid John Turturro enough for a chiropractor because I'm sure he needed one after carrying this movie on his back the whole <laughs> time. As uh, he does with most most movies. Um, 
Yeah, he's the best part. I feel like every time I think of this movie, I always imagine the guy from... uh, Okay, what was that um, Sam Jackson movie we watched where he's the cop in the neighborhood and he's fucking with the couple? Lakeview Terrace. Lakeview Terrace, okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know why this movie reminds me of that so much. I guess because they're both so incredibly middle of the road. Yep. Like, I just kind of... Yeah, I was unfortunately disappointed because, like, I remember this movie being better than it was. Maybe it's just because I was younger. Yeah, and it's really not bad. Because I saw it when it came out, and I was like, oh, that's a great movie. Yeah. No, it's it's all right. If you combine the mediocrity with the whole somebody's out to get me, but nobody believes me thing, it's pretty much Lakeview Terrace, too. Yeah. This is the Johnny Depp movie you put on when the girl comes over, but you know you don't want to watch the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a great movie. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a great movie to put on (laughs) when you need to put a movie on, but you're not planning on watching that movie, if you know Mm -hmm. what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Pro tip. That's hilarious. (laughs) Buy this DVD. Yeah, put, yeah, invite your ex over and put this movie on. <laughs> I'm not sure this movie would be even good for that. The, the real life, the meta in this movie about how he is going through a divorce with his blonde, absolutely like total, not generic. Well, you know, maybe life. she is agreeable, but no generic, still regular as in, in the beginning bitch. of the movie. She's just kind of, uh, you know. A C word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing but about then, this movie. You know, you find out that he's insane. So maybe she is, you know, just trying to get him to sign the papers and fuck off. Yeah. Like they really don't endear you to the main character at all. Like you really just feel bad for the people who are killed in the movie. Or you feel bad for yourself for watching the movie. <laughs> I don't think some it's that bad. A, some a column B. <laughs> I feel bad for Chico. This poor dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. That was the saddest part. Killed his own dog. You know. Oh, spoiler alert. But, Fuck this movie. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the movie. One thing I want to say this movie: the guy that plays like her, her the ex's new man, his name is uh, Timothy Hutton, right? <laughs> I just kept seeing like Walmart Tom Hanks to me. Like that guy is the most Walmart <laughs> version of Tom <laughs> Hanks ever. Yeah. Like, I didn't get Tom Hanks. I I can't put my finger on who it is that he reminds me of, but it's not Tom Hanks. It's Walmart Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, it's Walmart somebody. And somebody yeah. a little bit beefier than Tom Hanks. Like Tim Shanks. <laughs> Anyways, chat went secret window four to secret one. Win- really? What? Eek. Really? Well, we're about to squash that. The hell, y'all. I mean, no, I like I liked once upon a time. I like uh, Secret Window better, even though it's fine. <laughs> I didn't like once upon Mexico at all. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. So. Is that your vote, Secret what? Window? Yes, that's my like vote. Help me down. I ain't like I, I turned it off, bro. We talking about watching a movie I already see. I just watched 
again. Yeah, but I would have done the same thing. <laughs> it's fine, but and, and it's both, like pretty. Go ahead. Both these movies. This is a pretty even matchup, in my opinion. Like these are our, these are my bottom two uh, mm-hmm. matched up right here. Um, fine. I just feel like I had a lot more fun watching Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Um, it was kind of a mess. It was like all over the place. They really didn't care what was going on. Um, you know. I feel like the whole movie started because Robert Rodriguez wanted to have somebody wearing sunglasses with blood coming down his face. Like he just, he had that image in his head and he just got there by any means necessary and really didn't care how he got there. As long as he got there. Um, yeah. Yeah. He wanted to play with a new camera. It's like I said, that's like the perfect, that explains a lot about the movie. That's true. Yeah, I did find it. It was the first film to be shot on HD digital camera at 24 frames per second. Hmm. It's the Sony HDW 900. Hmm. Well, watch out his votes. Turn it up. Bro, you film up. nerds. <laughs> yeah, you're ancient film nerds, like 20 year old shit. I wonder how much that camera would go for now aftermarket. Probably, probably, probably still two thousand like grand. Yeah, it's probably two grand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your phone shoots better video than it. Uh, <laughs> digital is not like film; like it doesn't stay good. No, there's a reason why digital was so late to the game is because yeah, like this bad boy's got two whole megapixels, bro. Feast. Yeah. Read them and it, weep. It took a long, long time for light sensor, digital light sensors to even come close to holding a camera to any kind of film. And even to this day, <laughs> they really don't. Yeah. So Argo, which, which, which of these movies did you prefer? What am I putting on? We know. Once upon a time, yeah, yeah, because ain't no girls coming to my house. I mean, both oh, these movies oh. are are good. Invite a girl over movies, honestly, because like there's not a whole lot to pay attention to in either of these movies. <laughs> you know, yeah, but she'll leave if you put on Once Upon a Time in Mexico. She's out. She's like, bye. What? No, it's fine. Bye. It's got good soundtrack. It's got Enrique, bro. Enrique I was about to Iglesias. Say. I also got Enrique Iglesias and Antonio yeah. Banderas, which apparently. Yeah. I'm also going with that movie because it's more of a, even though it is a sequel to the thing and the things we said, it is still part of his original passion project. So that's true. It's just that's a tentacle true. of the, you know. <laughs> it's like a, a testicle. <laughs> It's like a baby ah, tentacle. Yeah, jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Cheech Marin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's like good buddies <laughs> with Cheech Marin. When I think of Cheech Marin, I don't think of Cheech and Chong. I think of uh, his scene in um, Dust Till Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. He's like, so every kind of pussy you got. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great scene. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. All right. All right, Eric. What about you? You're the tiebreaker. No pressure. <laughs> Once upon a time in Mexico, there's not even a. 
<laughs> yeah, just just on sheer number of guns, it wins. Like, there you go. <laughs> I mean, okay, dude, Johnny Depp is shooting motherfuckers with no eyeballs because he can hear their footstep. Yeah, like, uh, that that is a fun scene for sure. Like, for sure, I'm for just sure. saying, you can't tell me this isn't some kung fu shit. Yeah, it's one versus yeah. more than one. It's true, you know. <laughs> and you know it is. He's it blind is here. And this movie, it, these movies are inspired by the old spaghetti westerns and stuff like that. And I think you're onto something there. I think it might also be inspired by those old kind of samurai movies, you know, with that almost fantastical, just skirting the edge of fantastical uh, exploits I mean, and feats. I mean, he's even like out for revenge against the the people that killed his wife and child after like going to retirement and being pulled back into it. Yeah. The story is a mess in that movie though. That's for sure. Oh, it's all over the damn place. (laughs) But just like a lot of those old Kung Fu movies. (laughs) That brings our second heat. Once upon a time in Mexico wins with 15 points to secret windows. 10. Baboomski. All right. So Crybaby and Once Upon a Time in Mexico are moving forward into round two. But before we get there, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with you, chat. Stick with us. Welcome back, all you cats and kittens. Cats and kittens. Are you drapes and squares? Drapes and squares. There you go. Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight and watching and talking Johnny Depp movies with us. I like that track because it's reminiscent of the uh, the fifties crybaby music. I love that music, man. Sketchy. Um, it is. It really is. All I right. Think I might have liked the square music more than his Elvis inspired stuff. I was like, yeah, not so much into that. Yeah, I like them both for different <laughs> reasons. So it, that's 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 part of the reason why I love that movie so much was all the the music. Music, man, it makes a difference. It, yeah, compare make... that to tell me more, tell me more. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> not done with that. <laughs> tell me, did you force yourself on her? <laughs> yeah, they like that. <laughs> yeah, man, did she put up was... a fight? Did she put <laughs> fucking, fucking grease, man? Fucking oh. grease, man. <laughs> lordy lordy somehow Got Grease em. is the, the trashier movie than Crybaby alright so just a quick recap round number one Crybaby beat out Ed Wood and Once Upon a Time in Mexico beat out Secret Window bringing us to round number two heat number three we are looking at Sleepy Hollow 1999 versus Crybaby 1990. So let's take a look at this trailer for Sleepy Hollow. Christopher Ryden. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Alfred. Mm-hmm. Oh. Can I persuade you to take a sandwich with you, sir? <laughs> It's like the who's who of like Harry Potter actors in this shit. Well, uh, if you're like a real hip American, you're down with British shit. 
<laughs> Blonde Christina Ricci. Hot. 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 I'm going to go ahead and throw up this poll on this since we've seen the other trailer. Yeah, we have subscribe every poll. 10 minute poll started now. Get your votes in. You guys were talking a lot of shit about this movie uh, last week and all this other stuff. Yeah. And I didn't watch it until today. I was like, all right, these guys, these guys probably know what they're talking about. Like, this is going to be <laughs> shitty. And the movie is not as shitty as that opening scene, like, leads you to believe. Like, there's, like, an opening scene. It's, like, a lot of, like, I don't know, CGI and it's extra, extra stylized. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole movie has a feel to it. And it's not that bad. It's a pretty good movie. It's just... For chicks, like you couldn't have changed any anything in this movie to make it better, right? It's just yes for who it's for. I could, and yeah, I think it, I could change a lot. But all right, what would you change then? Now that my you've notes, said that, you guys active my, after my, my yeah. trap card. Yeah, my note <laughs> on this movie is that it's just like a regular Tim Burton movie, but it's more washed out. If he'd have gone full Tim Burton on this. And maybe not so more like uh, historically accurate. Yeah, I don't know what he was going for, but he should have totally just went to all the way down the fucking deep end, like his later movies, his most recent movies are. And I feel like it would have been better that way, oh, bro. There's literally a headless horseman from hell. What are you talking about? Historically accurate, yeah, like it's from the story. No, it is. It is very Lit- like literarily accurate, but. Yeah, I don't uh, see. I guess I, I guess it's kind of a double edged sword because we hate on him for going off the deep end on some of these other newer movies, <laughs> and I then mean, on this one we want him to go off the deep end. So like, I, I, mean, it, I don't know. You can't half ass Tim Burtoning. Problem is, there's some you movies you style. just can't like, Tim Burton. Don't, yeah, don't half ass style. And, you know, like you do it or you don't. And this one, I feel like maybe a producer was breathing down his neck. Like somebody said, "Eh, watch yourself now. And so he was like walking on eggshells and trying to mind his P's and Q's and make a straightforward movie. And what we got was fine. It was was fine. Just better than I was talking shit about it as well. So it's better than that. I was talking mad shit and it was much better than the type of shit I was talking. I feel Passing. like it was, I feel like it was a much better movie after watching a uh, secret window. <laughs> <laughs> I put this in a movie in a category with shit like uh, practical magic, right? It's just for girls. It's got <laughs> witch, witchy vibes. It's got my stepmom's a fucking bitch vibes. It's got all this stuff. Like, it's got hunks in it, right? It was just made for a certain demographic that we don't fit into. And uh, it just feels washed out. I didn't finish this movie this week. Does Ichabod Crane eat shit at the end of this movie? Like, does what he I mean? It, it, is he? Because in the classic story, he's maybe not killed, but he's like disappeared by the end of the story, right? Presumably. No. No. no? Like, no. our Ichabod isn't. Gone yeah, no, or they, dead they or killed beat by the, the end of the movie. The Hessian and they well they get the they beat the person that is controlling the Hessian and uh, he goes back to hell and takes them with him 
and him and Christina Ricci live happily ever after. Uh, yeah. Oh, and oh yeah, hunky hunky Johnny Depp takes her to the city to live happily ever after. Crowded ass eighteen fifties New York chick vibes. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> gangs in New York ass shit going on. <laughs> you don't want to be there. I'm telling you, you don't. Nope. Do not. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I've seen gangs in New York, and uh... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that one got me. <laughs> So, yeah, I saw this movie in theaters in 1999, and I mm-hmm. went with uh, my best good friend at the time, who was a chick I you're, grew up with. You're Jenny. You're Jenny. <laughs> my Jenny, yeah, basically, yeah. She was oh, a chick I grew up with, and as we grew into adolescence, I developed a puppy love situation toward this chick, and uh, it was unrequited, understandably so, because... I got a face only my mom can love, and boy does she. Um, All right, weird. And, and weird. Kayla. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Johnny I'm not Depp. even gonna. But um, what was your impression of it in 1989? Tell me that. I was bored to tears, like just straight up bored to tears, and that's why I remembered it being so bad. That's why I came into this week already mouthing off about this movie because I remember basically nothing about it besides being bored. And, um, I can see why I was bored as a 13 year old or whatever I was. Um, but on rewatch, it was not as bad as all that for sure. I don't, that's not exactly, raving review from me you know not as bad as as terrible but um it's fine i was really surprised i made a facebook post about this movie and it was like my most engaging post in a while everybody jumped to the defense of this movie everybody (laughs) and i'm like when's the last time y'all saw this movie Honestly, like I feel like people got some rose tinted glasses about some Sleepy Hollow for sure. Yeah, because yeah. What's hilarious to me that you guys thought this wasn't Tim Burton enough is that it straight up has like the googly eyes bit from like Beetlejuice, the witch goes googly eyes and scares them and shit. <laughs> yep. And then they reuse some of the assets from Mars Attacks when when the Hessian is getting his skin and his back and shit. They're like a lot, some of the same facial googly eyes there too yeah. that you saw yeah. on, on the uh, the Martians and Mars Attacks. Yeah, they just uh, run I, that Martian ray gun, the, the disintegration ray. They just like run that backwards for him, yeah, like getting his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it looks like. I I won't deny that this is a Tim Burton movie, but it just, to me, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it just feels like a washed out Tim Burton movie. Yeah, Tim Burton diet. Like it's like somebody <laughs> else was trying to make a Tim Burton movie. That's what it felt like. That's all. It's like a Tim Burton movie. You ran through the wash a bunch, and it's fading. Yeah, it's all it's got all his homies he's worked with before. Christopher Walken. He was in fucking Batman, right? Yeah, the cast yeah. saved this movie. Everybody. Oh, yeah. 
It's kind of uh, every every Hogwarts teacher. <laughs> I won't. Well, it's got it's got uh, Dumbledore. It's got Dumbledore. It's got Alfred from Batman. Fucking Christopher Lee. Fucking Sauron is in this fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, Ian McDermott. E- yeah, Ian McDermott. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's got fucking Rico, Catherine Van Dien. Straight up. Oh, that's right. Nuke him, Rico. He gets cut <laughs> straight in half. Wrong kid died. <laughs> Scott, that's the worst taste of being cut in half I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one thing that doesn't make sense in the in the plot, right? I'm just gonna try to spoil it. Like it's like the fucking the the chick's stepmom has the skull, therefore she commands the horseman, right? How does she not immediately command the horseman to murder the cop that shows up in town to investigate your doings? Like immediately kill the cop. Then nothing can stop you. What do you? What's going on here? I know what. Kill the cop. Why? I mean, because Christina Ricci drew the circle of protection underneath his bed. Oh, oh, oh. oh the MacGuffin. Mm. Ah, MacGuffed. MacGuffed. That's You've why MacGuffed. he couldn't come into the church. I don't think it had anything to do with the organized religion. I think it had to do with Christina Ricci's witchcraft. Oh shit! Yeah, that's the, true. The, you know? the evil eye protection on the the floor with the pink chalk. That's e. true. So, plot hole sealed. You've been guffed. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie was pretty good. I gotta say. Much better than I remember it being when I saw it in theaters. Um, I guess it just didn't do it for my 13-year-old mind. Maybe if you I didn't was... know what a Hessian was, you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, as we were discussing earlier, some girl probably put this on and you weren't interested in watching it. He yeah. just said he went to it with a girl. I went to it with a girl, yeah, whose, whose yeah, idea exactly. it was to go, yeah. So... Um, I would say that was a spooky Halloween, Halloween 1999. <laughs> is that, is that a lot. the uh, Blair Witch Halloween? That was that uh, Blair think, Witch year? Yeah. There was a lot of spooky shit coming out. <laughs> yep. That's right. Snot bubbles in your handy cam. <laughs> Holy moly. I'm so startled. Yeah. 99. I've never been so frisky in my life. Well, it was January. <laughs> <laughs> What? This is against Crybaby. Crybaby, um, which, I mean, is a pretty open and shut, in my opinion, because yeah, one of these movies has a heart and soul, and the other one does not. I mean... The other one doesn't even have a head. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, got him. But, I mean, there's a lot of good things you could say about Sleepy Hollow. But the one thing that I will stand by is the movie is lacking, like, a soul. You know what I'm saying? It just feels like a by the numbers, like, na 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 na. We're gonna recite the story at you. And Crybaby has feeling to it. It's got style, and I don't know, je ne sais quoi. You know. Yep, I think uh, they tried. They tried to make it too much of like a horror movie in Sleepy Hollow. They're like, where 
just I don't know, being scared was what you're supposed to feel with the fucking thing. Yeah, definitely. We got a first time um, chatter from Lady Kuo. So I just watched Sleepy Hollow recently and there was something missing, you know, and that's exactly right. That's exactly what I was trying to say. It's a great movie and it's got a phenomenal cast and it's true to the story, true to the tale story. So what wasn't there, you know, some something was was missing. Didn't feel scared. Yeah, exactly. So. But versus Crybaby, which is. Boy. It's that old stinky T-shirt that you're afraid to wash because you don't want it to get any more ratty than it already is. But you just love it and it feels good. Makes you feel good. You look good in it still after all these years. It's Kim. Welcome. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) (coughs) Crybaby. Aside from the goopy tears they always use on everybody. The, yeah, prosthetic tears. Prosthetic. (laughs) Yeah. Man. It's like they had to peel it off when they were done. You know, it was such a weird consistency. They damn sure didn't wipe it off with a fucking paper towel or some shit. Mm -mm. No. So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I didn't hate Sleepy Hollow at all, no. or as much as I thought I would. It's it's a fine movie. It's fine, but Sleepy Hollow. I mean, but Crybaby is just better. I think I know what it is. I, I feel like it, all of those that whole movie, everything feels like it's shot on a stage. It doesn't actually feel like it's outside, even though it is. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, definitely. So. um Let's see. Did Chad have anything to say about these? Chat went crybaby. Chat went crybaby. Chat knows. What about you guys? I know I'm going crybaby. Diet John Waters is better than Diet Tim Burton. Oh, Argo, you muted yourself there. This is probably the only time I'm voting for Crybaby. Yeah? Probably. He's a square. It's okay. <laughs> you didn't care for the Crybaby as much? Not as much. Not as much? Nah. That's okay. I mean, I guess I can see that. Like, I would. It's not a movie I would go, what? You didn't like that? Because it, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's fine. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I'm a sucker for John Waters though, and it had that John Waters that sucked me in. Yeah, it it you know I definitely remembered it being worse. Yeah. So it surprised me with how good it was, but it didn't like blow me out of the water. The, the thing, I don't know if this. Go ahead, Eric. It had just enough of that. Taste of dumpster juice yeah. to be just just right. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It wasn't like, quite full on trash, but it had just enough dumpster juice to make your mouth go. If the movie Grease fell into a vat of toxic waste and came hmm. out 
mutated. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like a, tr- a trauma grease. It no, is no, tra- it, no. It's like if you knock all the nostalgia bullshit off of Greece, right? Whoever made Greece in like 79, right? They were looking back 20 years ago with their nostalgia glasses on, their Coke bottle nostalgia glasses, yeah. right? And they're like, oh, everything was great back then because for us white folks, right? <laughs> well, like, and Crabby was like, nah, it wasn't. And I don't know if it's all John Waters shit, but it just felt like it had something to say about America that wasn't just everything was swell, wasn't it? Right. Because the movie wants you to be on the side of the drapes. Right. But they're still roasting the drapes like Pepper. Yes. His sister has two kids and and is pregnant with a third in fucking yeah. high school. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. just more commentary about society yeah. in it. You if know? you want commentary about society, John Waters is your fucking dude. Um, that's what he does. And he does it with, uh, let's just say a finesse that you won't find anywhere else in this world. We're going to do a John Waters for sure, for sure. And it's going to, and you're going to go, ew. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord. He was on set like, all right, now everybody make sure you get enough tongue in there. Yeah, gotta make, right. gotta make sure you make sure they can see your tongues touching. I thought that scene was great. Tracy, Tracy, ease up. Yeah. <laughs> because they're always talk, there's always makeout scenes in all these movies, right? American graffiti makeout scenes, right? But this is just like ro- roasting and lampooning that, you know, their gratuitous tongue. Oh, oh yeah, but uh, so uh, Eric, what are you voting? Oh, I, <laughs> fucking crybaby all day. All day. And let's see, who am I missing? Justin, did you, I think I'm missing your vote. Mine was crybaby. All right. That's our first blowout of the evening. With 25 points to zip for crybaby. Making its way quickly to the semifinals. What's the F out? Next, we've got our last new movie. It's going to be Black Mass versus Once Upon a Time in Mexico. So let's take a look at the trailer for Black Mass. Another biopic. Johnny Depp loves his biopics. Yeah, but this is the good one. Mm-hmm. That is a great trailer for this movie, honestly. It perfectly like sums up pretty much the whole kind of movie. This is a biopic about Whitey Bulger, who was a he was an Irish gangster in South of Boston. From the 70s through to the 90s, before he went on the lam for a while, disappeared. Mm-hmm. And um, true story, you can you can read the Wikipedia on this guy. Interesting, interesting story. Real piece of shit. But um. He's he's a he's an Irish gangster in Boston and he sort of teams up with the FBI. He's got a buddy in town 
who he he knows from from the city, who is now an FBI agent, who's kind of dirty, kind of crooked, and he brings Whitey Bulger on to start busting the other gangs, the mafia that are in town. His brother's friend. Yeah, it's his brother's friend. He becomes an informant, and and Whitey Bulger is uh, quite a bit older than his brother, and older than John Connolly, right? So they kind of look up to them their whole life, right? So they kind of view him as kind of reverent. John Connolly, the the dirty FBI guy, yeah, you know, it's kind of why he's so loyal to him. Yeah. yeah, he was like giving their families money and shit, and helping out the kids and shit because he was, you know gangster he had money and stuff yeah so you know he was looking out for the southeast tell you what i'll be in in southeast soon myself i mean it's how you breathe loyalty right it's about family well you tell us if they're if they're uh good as gold or not and if they're welcoming to uh outsiders (laughs) when you get there we'll see (laughs) I think Argo's got the kind of complexion they'll be welcoming to in South Boston. Uh, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Bunch of fucking... Ugh, bunch of mix. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Like the joke from that other movie. All we gotta do is drag a potato down the street on a string. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you take your potatoes and you get the hell out of here. Bunch of Boston. Oh, Boston. Yeah, and this movie paints a pretty picture of old Boston for you. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that was every city in the 70s, though. You know, you can make a gritty crime yeah. drama in any city in the 70s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any of them. 70s were awful. It was an awful time, it was terrible. And anybody who remembers it fondly was white. They were a child. <laughs> they were they were, were a, a white, white male child, child probably. Yeah. <laughs> Just like at cinema from the time, it was all anti-heroes and like fucking bad guys portrayed as good guys. Just yeah. all over the place. Look at the what is it, Death Wish movie? I can't remember the name of the movies with Charles Bronson, one of the movies he was in, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was Death Wish. Yeah, I think about um, New York City as portrayed in The Warriors. It was based on 1970s New York, you know? And this movie, 1970s Boston. You got, like, 1970s Miami. We just watched um, Scarface the other week. And... It, there's just there was nothing good going on. It was just lead poisoning and serial killers anywhere you went, everywhere you couldn't escape it. And that's all there was. So, so Orlando, I mean Miami connection. Yep. Yeah, in, in Orlando, it's the only good place in the seventies. What was eighties? That was eighties, fuck. That was 80, uh, yeah, yeah, early eighties, but you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that the scene that they were showing there in the the preview, mm-hmm. wouldn't either of them walked away from the fucking table. They they they'd have both been dead right there in my my dining room when uh, when he got up and went to walk off. 
like he did where he yeah. was headed. Nah. <laughs> go to your wife's bedroom to touch her up. Yeah, no, nah, go. You, you're gonna go get threatening with. Nah, I wouldn't even gave a shit that he was go. Why he was going? He would have said, "I'm gonna go talk to her," and the whole well, discussion would have ended. And that's what happens when somebody wants to get gangster with you. You got to just get gangsterer. You know what I'm saying? You gotta. Yeah, you, <laughs> you gotta take it to the next level. Otherwise. Well, you got to know when talky time is done and when shooty time starts. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, the first guy that he's intimidating, which is um, David Harbour. Yeah. From, from Stranger, Stranger Kids. Yeah. Yeah. He plays a big pussy in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So he rats him out. He rats out the bad, the dirty cop. Eventually, yeah. But uh, oh, Whitey Bulger was a fascinating character. The guy was endlessly fascinating, right? Like he was imprisoned in Alcatraz and prisons all over the United States, right? Mm-hmm. And this movie hints at it, but he was he took part in the MK Ultra experiments, right? Where he was you know drugged with LSD and other drugs as a prisoner with no real choice in the fucking matter, yeah. right? So maybe that fucked him up a bit more. Who knows? Absolutely. Uh, and I really feel like the makeup is award should be award-winning in this movie. His it was. eyes in this, like maybe they're a little bit more blue than what's real, than what's realistic, but they have that. I've done too much acid and a part of me is gone. Look about them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, you know, that a part of me is missing because I've done too much acid. Like I've lost my mind and like my mind came back, but a part of me didn't. A piece of your consciousness has been burned out of your brain almost physically. Exactly. And if you, if you've ever known anybody in real life like that, you know, the eyes like, so, Mm -hmm. so good. This movie is is incredibly good, incredibly well done. Uh, it's a little long, but not too long. It's got a lot of story to tell, and it does it well. It's another movie has another ensemble cast, right? Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. Adam Scott, mm-hmm. David Harbour. You just said, yep. Uh, uh, Joel Edgerton, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, who does a fantastic fucking. He probably does the best Boston guy accent in the whole thing, and. But however, with all that in there, it's still a Johnny Depp movie. Johnny Depp still owns this movie with his yep. like chilling performance of like the psychopathic character. You just don't know what he's going to do, but it's probably going to be bad. You know, that's yeah. how you feel the whole movie. For me, this week, this movie here being Johnny Depp list, this is the icing on the cake. Like with such a outstanding cast. Like it is like you only named uh, a third. I could go on for another 20 seconds, listing off big ass names that were in this movie. And he stood like Johnny Depp. This is a Johnny Depp movie Mm -hmm. and it is so good. He does such a good job. Just every time he kills somebody, I'm just like, this movie is particularly appropriate this week considering the reason we're doing a Johnny Depp list. 
uh, with all the Amber Heard, whatnot. This was the movie that broke them, basically. A lot of the, the stories that you may have been hearing, if, if, you, if you've been watching the um, trial coverage, have been mm. taking place during the filming of this movie. It's a 2015 release. 2016 mm-hmm. is when everything went down with Depp and Heard. Um, yeah, and while they shot it, he was still addicted to opiates, taking Roxy Cottons all the time. Just yeah. at the point where you had to take it just to be well, right? And his, his doctor prescribed him some shit just so he could finish his fucking movie yep. and then go to the detox afterwards. Oh, yeah. Which didn't happen because Amber fucked it up. And Stupid it's interesting. <laughs> It's interesting because we just talked about Ed Wood, where Johnny Depp is interfacing with an old actor who struggles with an opiate addiction. And now Johnny Depp in real life has kind of become that old actor struggling with the opiate addiction. Granted, he's not as washed up and washed out as Lugosi may have been at that time, Johnny Depp still has some clout, certainly as every fucking headline that you see will tell you. Um, but mm-hmm. there's just that, I guess that parallel there between fictional character. Well, it was a real person. So I don't know. Just interesting, interesting stuff. Oh Yeah. Another movie was based on uh, Whitey Bulger's story, right? And it was a big movie maybe 10 years ago called The Departed yeah. with another ensemble cast directed by Scorsese. Yeah, that was like 2006 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, some shit like that. It's got, you know, Mark, Marky Mark and all these people in it. And I feel like this movie's better. I, given I haven't seen that movie in a long time, I like this movie a lot better than that one. I agree. Yeah. I think this was a much better telling of the story. I liked the. De- I remember liking The Departed, but I watched it. Oh shit! Did I forget to put the poll? I'm th- Oops. <laughs> That's all right. We'll throw that poll up. Give Chad a chance uh, to cast their votes. What is it again? It's uh, Mexico versus uh, what's Mexico versus Black Mass. Yeah. Once upon a time, Mexico versus Black Mass. Yeah, and the only reason, the only reason why Johnny Depp didn't get a Academy Award nomination is because a they're squares over there at the Academy, and b Johnny Depp has already been the cool guy and said that if he was ever nominated, he don't care to win. Like, yeah, so they just leave him out of conversation. Well, I mean, yeah. the Academy doesn't just consider any good movie you know you have to go through a dick sucking ritual to oh, of even be considered you know <laughs> yeah. like you, yeah, have, to, you have to do it any just dick. right yeah and it, yeah the academy doesn't pick good movies they pick the person who gave him the best hummer you know oh, of course yeah, Jack, Jack yeah. 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 He don't care what the Academy says. Oh, absolutely not. He's making money, so much money. Dude, when I was reading all about, you know, this testimony stuff, they're like just casually mentioning, like, oh, yeah, his like his Australia home. When they were visiting his Australia home. No, no, no. That was a rental. That was a rental. (laughs) But he does have a private island in the Bahamas. Private island. Oh. (laughs) Because that's so much better. 
Yeah, one of their one of one of the one of the uh, witnesses was this was this lady who's the manager of his private island, and just like, oh, okay, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. and they, her and her salary is ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, see, he's rich. Shocker. He's the whole time. I'm keeping in mind. (laughs) We're rich. The whole time, I'm just keeping in mind that these are two people that make a whole lot of money pretending to be having emotions and being people that they're not. And one of them is way better at it than the other and always has been. Also, way better compensated, I'm sure. Yeah. So both of these movies are big, huge ensemble flicks, but one of them is a tight, concise story, and the other one is a big fucking mess. Once Upon a Time in Mexico is a fun movie, but it's a flat out mess. It's a mess top to bottom. Um, I don't even know what else to say about it. It's such a mess. The, the story is so convoluted. They basically are only writing this story for people that have seen the first two movies. Um, he mm-hmm. just wanted to get paid, write some music, get paid, and have a vacation in Mexico. Robert Rodriguez. Seems like it. Were, were the first two in that series more coherent? The El Mariachi and Desperado? I have no idea. I haven't seen them. I know Desperado but, was, was way more of a uh, concise story. It felt a lot more whole, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it, it had a story that went from beginning, middle, end. And it wasn't based on this kind of happened and then nothing but gun shootouts. There was a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. He had a fucking rocket launcher in his guitar case. I I just couldn't keep track of this movie because like it was like halfway into the movie before I realized that the Salma Hayek character wasn't in this movie. These are flashbacks. And I was like, wait, who the fuck is this Willem Dafoe character? And then... Like the uh, the 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 lady cop, what's her name? I can't remember. But turns out she's on the bad guys team. Like, like what? Oh my god! And then she's like, "I bet you didn't see this coming." (laughs) No, I didn't. I don't care either. It felt like they had already jumped a shark. Like by the time they made this movie, like the series was done for. Yeah, they was like, oh, we crisscrossed on the crisscross. Y'all didn't see the extra crisscross coming, did you? And everybody's like, yeah, no, we thought you might do it again, though. Bloody Rose, have a great night. Thanks for coming. Thanks for hanging out. Great to see you. So, yeah. That being said, uh, did that vote ever come back from chat? Yeah, they went black mask because they got sense. They got sense. I'm also going black mask. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. Everybody. It's a flush. It's a blowout right on the bed. <laughs> wow. Dump the grumpy on the comforter. 
All right. Semifinals. Semifinals. We're looking at Crybaby versus Black Mass. Um, Yeesh. Two very, 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 very different movies. And I think this is our our earliest one on the list against our latest one on the list. I want to say. Seems like it. Yep. Yeah, 2015 is pretty new for our show. It is. It really is. But it had to be done. Mm. Mm. I'm going to make a right. contemporary list, I think. I need to make Five a minute poll going up. What would it, what you've seen recently? I mean, it's going to be better than Netflix shit. No, there's <laughs> been there's been some good shit recently. X was really good. Um Never heard the of witch. it. The Witch is one of my favorite movies ever. Never heard of it. The Witch? A witch? Which Midsummer? One? All those mm-hmm. movies from that time. <laughs> I'll make a whole list of his movies. I can't remember his name, but he made The Witch. He made The Lighthouse. He made Northmen just came out. Oh, well. We're going to watch Northmen tonight after this show. I'm about to put it on. <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't watch none of this shit. It's too new. Well, probably, that's why I'm about to fucking make a list. We'll file it in the end of <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. last episode. You can pin it if you want. Uh, I'll do. Put a pin right. in it. I'll do. Crybaby versus Black Mass. I'll do different I'll... movies. I don't know what I'm gonna vote for though. Five minute poll going. Yeah, I'm pretty sure what I'm voting you. for. This one's kind of tough for me because I really uh, like both of these movies for entirely different reasons. Entirely different reasons. They've really got nothing in common. Nothing at all. Johnny Depp. Yeah, even the Johnny Depp's far different, though. Oh, yeah. Got like a Kurt Wood Smith kind of Michael Ironside to Johnny Depp in Black Mass. Yeah, mm-hmm. One is a biopic and one is not. One is from 1990. One is from seven years ago. One is super serious while one is super fun. Uh, yep, we, we come across this problem a lot when we're, yeah. when we're putting a serious movie versus a silly movie, right? And, you know, when it comes to what are you putting on, it's probably the sillier, lighter, fair one, right? <laughs> Usually. Usually. Uh, usually, but I don't know in this one. Because Black Mass was a good watch. Well, one definitely passes the one I'm putting on. Uh, one is infinitely more rewatchable than the other. I think Crybaby is infinitely more rewatchable than Black Mass. Black Mass was good, but I don't see myself putting it on to watch it again. I can definitely see myself putting on Crybaby. It's a musical, you know, like musicals are rewatchable by design, you know, because sometimes you just feel like hearing those songs in hell. I'm, I'm in the middle of rewatching, uh, Hamilton right now. That shit makes me cry. That shit makes me cry. God damn. I'm about to make a musical list. 
Yeah, that's the list you need to make. Fuck Hell this contemporary yeah. garbage you're talking about. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm about to make you watch I'm about to make you watch some fucking movies, Justin. We're about to watch some movies. Gotta get, uh, gotta get this man that. some culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pry them eyes open. That's what we do on this show. What are you talking about? You're like, that's, we're gonna keep right. doing this show. That's in right. That's exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking about. about. <laughs> so um honestly I think that makes th- that being said what I you know what I just said about the rewatchability of these movies I think that makes my decision for me I mean of course this happens all the time no one's like hey I think I don't want want to watch uh, Johnny Depp strangle a prostitute I think I'm in the mood for that you know I, I want to see that I think I want to see a guy lament over his dead child you know that's what I'm in the mood for you know like dude, that scene fucking hurt dude oh yeah don't give your fucking kids aspirin what the fuck it's actually yeah. probably untrue to life because he was a psychopath. He wouldn't have gave a shit. Uh, maybe, uh, I mean, maybe, but people like their kids. I mean, that's that's not unbelievable. What are you talking about? Even psychopaths can have those those things that they can kind of latch onto, like that. You know. Well, now you're defending the psychopaths. No, well, I'm defending. Yeah, you. yes. You probably love this kid. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna walk it back. Yes, because like, <laughs> do you it, love it, your it, kid? You could be a psychopath in I some mean, ways. People might think you are. You probably do crazy shit in some people's eyes. I'm, I'm not depend. I'm not defending Whitey Bulger, but like saying he probably didn't love his kids is kind of beyond it like we, what are you what are you saying <laughs> i mean i don't know the guy and he's a real piece of shit so honestly fuck no, him you're, but you're i'm just defending saying like, the other psychopath uh stephen fleming i i'm i'm just talking about psychopathy in general oh oh you mean the psychopath that stood by while uh it was his stepdaughter who he let suck his stepdaughter. dick and then he watched his boss strangler Yep. Yeah, they're all in the doorway. However, he did snitch on them, so he got to any of these people. (laughs) I mean, he snitched on them after after he was already busted and took in. I mean, he was looking at life sentence anyway. So, this conversation just makes me want to watch Crybaby. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I really don't get y'all's points. My point is. Crybaby is a better movie on the whole. It feels better. For sure. Uh, yeah, I'll vote Crybaby and we'll see what, what wins the loses bracket and we'll put it against Crybaby. It's probably going to be Black Mass. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's either going to be that or Ed Wood. Well, I don't, I'm, a chat, the chat voted for Black Mass. It's like one person out there still voting. They're not wrong. It's good. Yeah. Crybaby is a very fun, fun movie, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lipstick all on her teeth. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you just took the lipstick and just like. <laughs> so good. 
just like got some some clear this fucking just Revlon right on the toothbrush and just. So what do you vote for, Eric? Uh, man, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with Crybaby just because it's so fucking fun. Black Mass was such a good fucking movie, but yeah, but it's Crybaby just a is so bummer. much fun. It's just a fucking bummer. I mean, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it, and like I, the more I think about it, the more comfortable I feel with my decision. Yeah, no, uh, Black uh, Mass is heavy like an anchor, dude. What do you say, Argo? Off calibration. What do you mean? I'm voting Black Mass. He's, he's you just don't like the Crybaby, and that's fine. That doesn't mean I think Argo's just defending the psychopaths. It's a better movie, <laughs> and it's a better Johnny Depp movie. I think it's a better Johnny Depp performance, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's also 25 years into his career, so he fucking better be. <laughs> hey, I'll say this. In Black and Mass, it was... In Black Mass, he didn't just get in there and play Johnny Depp in some different clothes and makeup this time, so... That was seven years ago now, so... Yeah. What was the last I mean, movie what, Johnny Depp even did? That's a good question. I mean, let's be honest. There came a certain point in his career where he just like uh, kind of started being Johnny Depp. But after this, I he did a, a Murder on the Orient Express. I know in twenty seventeen, which oh, okay. was more recent. Which was I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Really, uh, I didn't see that. It's it's a Kenneth Branagh movie. To be honest, Kenneth Branagh carries that movie. Kenneth Branagh is an actor's actor. The guy is the shit. Holy shit! He's done a fuck ton of movies since twenty fifteen. Black Mass. Mini Mata was his most recent movie, which was like a, a B movie. He did. Oh yeah, it's about like some radiation poisoning or or uh, mercury poisoning in a in a uh, Japanese village. So, so life fair, you know, fun. <laughs> I want to see Waiting for the Barbarians. I don't know. That's a conversation for the end of this. <laughs> right. So, I think everybody has voted. Mm-hmm. Let's tally this up. Crybaby is getting 15 points to Black Mass. is 10. Sending Crybaby forward making it our first movie in the finals. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, Hogleg MD gifting one tier one sub to film hit community. Thank you for that sub, my friend. That's amazing. And it's Threepwood. Congratulations, Justin. <laughs> Not to watch the ads now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. So we're going to take a really, really quick break and be right back for the speed run losers bracket, followed by the finale. Welcome back, chat. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us this far all the way to the end. We are getting right into our losers bracket. We're going to speed through. It's a good time. And then we'll have our finale. So without further ado, let's look at the losers bracket. 
number one. Oh, just a reminder to everybody out there, we are not going to do a poll for the loser's bracket. If you want to vote, just type it in chat and I will count them all individually. So up first, Sleepy Hollow versus Secret Window. Hmm. This one is going to be Sleepy Hollow. I think yeah. Sleepy Hollow Sleepy as well. Hollow. Three Sleepy and Hollow? Four Sleepy just, Hollow. It's just better mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Christina Ricci. Christopher Lee. Wife. All those Hogwarts teachers. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> principal What's, from... Uh, this one? Uh, Harry Potter. With Ferris Bueller? Yeah, Ferris Bueller. Well, oh, we, yeah. we don't talk about him. We don't talk we don't about, about Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, we don't He's pretty terrible human. We don't talk about once, but the principal from Hogwarts, Dumbledore, <laughs> twice. Yeah. He and died. Also, no. there's that fat bug-eyed guy who is one of the <laughs> teachers from Hogwarts. <laughs> now the fat guy was Dursley, which was his fucking stepdad or whatever. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gernon Dursley. Oh, see his uncle. There you go. His uncle, yeah. There you go. All Sorry, right. I, watch Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't watch that shit. Me either. Sleepy Hollow right. is moving forward. Up next, it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Mexico versus Ed Wood. Ed Wood all day. Yeah, Ed Wood. easy. Yeah, it's going to be Ed Wood. Four, Four Ed Woods. All right, chat. Make your voices heard. Type it in chat. Once Upon a Time in Mexico it. versus Ed Wood. Put it in there. Make a difference. Talk to me, Goose. All right, send it. They don't care. They're like, whatever. You know who wins? Johnny Depp. (laughs) Let's hope. All right, that's going to make it Ed Wood versus Sleepy Hollow. Ed Wood, for sure. Ed Wood. Ed Ed Wood. Three Ed Woods. Four Ed Woods. Yep, for Edwards. All the right. Going once. Going twice. Sold to Edward. Bye-bye, wife. And his Angora. Now it's going to be no. Edward versus Black Mass. Mm. No, Argo, it wasn't goodbye, wife, because the wife also was in the other one. <laughs> was also in <laughs> Well, oh, no, he's talking well, about Christina Ricci. Yeah, it's his wife. His wife. My uh, wife. Your wife. <laughs> All right. So he's I talking think about Burton's girl. These so, are the two history-heavy movies, right? Like, if you look at the Wikipedia pages yeah. for both of these, they're a heavy lot in there to learn. Um. I'm going to vote Ed Wood on this one, I think. Even though it might not be the better movie, but that's what I'm going for. I think I, too, am going for Ed Wood. This is another super tough one. It's really tough, for sure. I wish Ed Wood could have been a bit more, the movie could have been a bit more concise than I would have liked it a little more. It was kind of 
long in the tooth. Long winded. <laughs> the sure. scene of Lugosi rolling around in the ditch with the octopus tentacles. <laughs> also, I didn't. I don't fucking know Martin Landau from Adam. Yeah. To be honest, like he's just straight up before my fucking time. Yeah, he didn't up. play fucking Alfred Tenpenny or whatever pennies worth. <laughs> Who the fuck? Hollywood just stroking his old ass off, giving him the the Academy Award. All right, we need a vote from Eric and Argo. I'm gonna go Edward. All right, Argo. Black Mass. Black Mass. Three to one. Chat don't care. They're just along for the ride tonight. Which brings us to the finale. Crybaby versus Ed Wood. Which was our very first matchup. I predicted the then that this was going to happen, didn't I? Quite a predictable ending for sure. Because these are both phenomenal yeah. flicks. Almost as predictable as the ending of The Secret Window. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. So, mm. what do you guys say? Mm. Crybaby. You know what I say. Ed Wood. I go zone for Crybaby. <laughs> are you going for Ed Wood, Argo? I sure am. I think I went for Crybaby in the first round, but I think I might go for Ed Wood now that I've had a few hours to steal on it. Okay, here's my problem. The Johnny Depp character in Ed Wood I liked way more. Crybaby, the movie, flowed better. So I'm not sure... Like, if we're basing it just purely on Johnny Depp performance, I got to go with Ed Wood. Ed Wood was long, but it flowed better than Johnny Depp's tears and Crybaby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the the movie Crybaby went better beginning to end, like, as a story flowed through than the way that they put together Ed Wood. Ed Wood, like you were saying, could have been a lot more concise. It had a lot of dead stuff. It had a lot of dead space. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to go Ed Wood for its historical significance. Right. And like I was saying earlier, like we had the whole like your birthday episode, Jer, of those B movies, right? Yeah. We we probably would not have watched those movies if Ed Wood hadn't made those shitty movies and then then been recognized later, yeah. and then triggered more people even later to watch older shitty movies, right? You know, but just because it made a fucking genre of good shitty movies, yeah, good bad, absolutely movie for that. I'm gonna go Ed Wood. Definitely. Thanks, Ed Wood. Sorry you didn't get your comeuppance in your time, but that's how yeah. it goes sometimes. Yep. Also, he was forward thinking. He was yeah. an interesting guy, right? And it inter- and like watching that, watch a little bit of that movie, Glenn or Glinda. Um, 
was pretty fascinating because you don't think of like the fifties in my mind from in my born in the nineties mind is fucking leave it to Beaver, right? Yeah, there's no uh, cross-dressers or transvestites, or there's no under people there, but they were, and they were making movies then too, but they just were hidden. Yep. Um. Exactly. I guess just for for the regulations, I'm gonna throw up a poll because regulation says, yeah, them's the rules. Basically, we probably wouldn't have Crybaby and the terrible movie genre of sleazy trash if Ed Wood hadn't started making bad movies. It sounds like it because Planet Nine Fatherhood was the number one bad movie. And like I said, those two guys recognized it and awarded it the worst movie ever. Yeah, definitely. Like in, in, in 1980, that book that they wrote came out about shitty movies. And that started all of it. A lot of it. Let's see. Let's see if I had any other notes on Ed Wood. Because Ed Wood is such a, such a fucking Hollywood movie. It's insane. I was looking through the cast, and Rance Howard is in that movie, right? And fucking people from Plan 9 and Outer Space were in that movie as extras and shit. It's kind of nuts. That movie is the most Hollywood movie I've ever seen. Fucking Ed Wood. Oh, one thing I thought was hilarious in Ed Wood, right? In the beginning, Sarah Jessica Parker, they're reading about their reviews of the fish shitty play, right? Yeah. And Sarah Jessica Parker says, after reading the reviews, do I really look like a horse? Do I really right? have a face like a horse? Did that start the the meme of her looking like a horse, which just kind of died out in later years when it's not as cool to make fun <laughs> to of somebody's shit on looks. women? <laughs> yeah. uh, but, I always kind of thought she looked like a foot. You should, yeah, she looks like a long, weird thing, you know? I don't get it. I will admit I participated in the... Uh, misogynistic bashing of Sarah Jessica Parker in the past, but at the same time, I always thought she was she was okay. She's fine. Like I thought she was hot as hell in um, Hocus in, Pocus. Uh, yeah, in Hocus Pocus, she was mm. like I don't know. In Hocus Pocus, she was fucking hot. I don't. Looking I don't. I, I don't have a problem with her at all. I don't. I just, for some reason it just became cool. Like the zeitgeist was like, oh, she got a face like a horse. Oh, she got a face like a foot. Like, la, 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 la. Like, I've heard it all. But I don't really don't feel like there's a reason for that whatsoever, other than everybody else said it too. Come sex in the city, she was looking a little, I don't know. She just looked different, and it wasn't appealing to me. Not about Sarah Jessica Parker. But that's what we're talking about. Justice for Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm doing a Sarah Jessica Parker list. <laughs> uh, I, all right. We'll just send the vote. I'm and, uh, just end it. I'm going to vote. I voted Ed Wood. We all voted here on the panel, right? Yeah. I think we're all going Ed Wood. Yeah. There's no Which is not votes. how it went the first time at all. I think the first time... Tech. I think the first time we all voted Crybaby and Argo was the only one that voted Edward. <laughs> yeah. All right.
right. 20 to nothing. It's going to wrap up our Johnny Depp list. I guess chat just did not see the movies they expected to see tonight. They expected to see a bunch of fucking uh, Edward Scissorhands and that fucking Alice in Wonderland bullshit and Pirates of the Caribbean and shit. They didn't. They didn't come for cinema. I mean, came, we could have tossed a Benny in June, you know. That's true. We could have done a Benny in June. Yeah. We definitely could have done a um, What's Eating yeah. Gilbert. They wanted, and we just put the Sleepy Hollow. That's true. This is true. This is what they asked for. That's true. But in the end, they didn't care. Well, I th- maybe they all dipped out when Sleepy Hollow got uh, got the the final kibosh. Uh, Sleepy Hollow came in fourth. Let's take a look at our list here. So, in last place, understandably, Secret Window. In fifth place, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. In fourth place, just shy of placing Sleepy Hollow. In third place, Black Mass. Second place, Crybaby. And our winner tonight, and I'm glad to see it, Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. No undefeated entries this week everybody's got a loss it was very contentious and, and the more very i think about it the more i feel good about ed wood winning Me right because like with movies movie history is what we do here yep feels feels good on the whole on the whole it does feel good jeremy yes. i'm still finding red glitter on me oh yeah Oh, yeah, my house is just covered in it. That's just my life now. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just going to have that forever. So, yeah, Ed Wood is going to take it home for our Johnny Depp list with these movies. You know, there's so damn many Johnny Depp movies. We could do 10 more lists just like this. Um, we're not going to. Not real soon, anyway. We certainly have not seen the last of Johnny Depp. He's such a prolific guy. Um, his movies, no, exactly. yeah, his movies will be sprinkled throughout, as they have been already. I think he'll, he'll come back. Like he's already won in the court of public opinion as far as this trial goes and allegations goes. Right? He's already won, and that's why he paid millions of dollars to get this trial. Yes. And so we'll see what he does from here. Yeah. And that's exactly right. You know, this trial is is not about him winning the money from Amber Heard. It's about him salvaging his reputation so he can c- continue to work. And that's exactly what he's doing. And I think that's exactly what he's done. Uh, but this trial being literally live streamed with a live chat and all, um, his quips and comebacks have been like memed to hell and back. So I'm sure he's already got contracts in his inbox. He's he's going to be fine. Johnny Depp going to be fine. Yep. And he's going to be high. 
I never gave a shit about Amber Heard anyway. I didn't. I didn't even know who she was until all this. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that? she got enough money. She gonna be I too. Should she I? Well, not if she loses fifty million to JD, but well, <laughs> she, she will. She will be if she keeps sucking Elon Musk's dick. Fuck Elon I mean, Musk. That's the real takeaway from all of this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for many conversations, Elon Musk get the stake. Elon Musk is a fucking cunt. <laughs> All and right. <laughs> that other guy, James Franco. I like James Franco. Wait, is he Fuck bad? Him. What did what did Franco do? Is he not cool? Oh, he he got a, he fucked giant ass wife. Uh, that's not cool, man. Not cool, bro. Don't go fuck anything with two lips. Unless or four it. lips. <laughs> Or two. He he wrote that Fuck whole James book Franco. about how he's bisexual. He's a fucking has been, and uh, his brother's cool, and he is. Fuck James Franco. Eat shit. Well, we got hot takes here on Film Heat. That's for sure. Oh, I was a Spider Man too. Oh, I'm James Franco. I'm something of Spider-Man a Franco one. brother myself. This is a cross yeah. joint. <laughs> <laughs> oh how creative oh you smoke uh, weed bro it's wild i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm james franco let's return to oz <laughs> that's my james franco impression i've never <laughs> seen that movie More it garbage. was a decent movie that no it was a that's one of those oh one of that's the second most okayest movie i've ever seen behind uh, secret window uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, it was. What, it was super duper okay? duper duper okay. Sounds like it requires a rewatch. We might. All right, we're going to our second show, the uh, Film Heat After Show, <laughs> our new podcast. <laughs> Tune in. Available <laughs> podcasts are found. Film Heat After Show. Film Get the real dirt. At night. After party. <laughs> <laughs> the film embers smoldering. Before you've dumped that bucket of water on and and stirred it around. All right. So, any idea what we're doing next week? Have we even discussed that? No. 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 Not yet. So, you know, we have next week a surprise. Check out where where can they find out on what social medias can they find out next week's list, Jerry? You know what? What social medias can't they find out? Let me tell you. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Twitter. We're on the Instagram. We're on (laughs) follow. Follow, like, subscribe. On all these, that we're gonna post them on YouTube. Potatoes. Check out the Femmeet YouTube channel for full replays of episodes and shit. That's right. We got Patreon. We got a YouTube. We got. We're so hip, you guys. You don't even know how hip we are. We're so hip. <laughs> we we need a we need a TikTok. We do need a TikTok for sure, for sure. Because we got we got hot clips. I thought you said tic tac. I thought you were talking about my breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justin, your shit's so stank I can smell it through the internet. That shit is kicking. That's what the black kids used to say one to me. <laughs> your breath is kicking. Your shit kicking like a kung fu soccer movie. Oh, Deanna, your breath is dog shit. I've been watching a lot of Always Sunny, so I'm just full of those references. So follow us on all the socials. 
and find out what we're going to be doing next week. We're going to post it before then, probably. You don't know. You don't know, chat. You're not here. Anyway, you're not participating. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We love you, chat. We love everybody out there. Thank you all so much for watching, for hanging out with us. And tune in next week for another episode of Film Heat. See you next time.